It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 22nd, 2020. My name is Philip Ross, and I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. It is officially game day for the Orlando Magic's first scrimmage of the resumed NBA season as they'll take on the LA Clippers on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. It's an earlier tip-off time than usual, so we'll talk all about what to expect from that game, where the team, what the team hopes to get out of that game as well, and talk a little bit about the Clippers, although that's not the most important thing in the world right now. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the LA Clippers? Check out Locked On Clippers. That'll get you all set for the game, including the latest with Pat Beverly, who apparently has left the NBA campus uh, for a personal emergency. So um, the, the Clippers will be without a key player, at least for the time being. No matter whether it's the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The big thing, the big message that has really come out of camp over and over and over again is we've all tried to ask essentially the same question. Where is this team at? How does this team look? You know, how close are they to being playoff ready? And the repeated answer that Steve Clifford has given time and time and time and time again is it's too early to tell, guys. You know, these guys have been off for four months. They haven't been able to really touch a basketball, let alone play. And it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, It's going to take a lot of time to get back to game speed. Clifford would continually say that there's no comparison, that, that they're not even at kind of a training camp level. There's still so much to do and so much work to do to get to the level that they need to be at to perform at a regular season level. That is to say, these scrimmages, these these early games, are going to be a little rough, probably. Not going to be the cleanest games in the world. And yes, you know, there's there's it, 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 everyone's kind of in the same boat. At this point, Steve Clifford's kind of said... I have no clue where this team is at. And Steve Clifford, if, if you know, we know that he is a very meticulous coach. He's very good at kind of planning and setting out where things are, how, how he likes things specifically, where he wants his team. This situation is so unprecedented that he has no clue what to expect from his team at any given moment. 
had no, no expectation or no idea what to expect from where they would be and what they'd be able to do in the early days of training camp. And now, even now, a couple weeks into camp, he has no clue what to expect. And that's what this scrimmage is going to do. This scrimmage is a status check. It is going to give the Magic a clearer understanding and a clearer idea of where they're at. I just want to get a, a feel, to be honest, of, um, you know, I mean, you know, every aspect of the game, where we're at offensively, where we're at defensively. And then also, I mean, we're like any other team is you've got to have the right intensity, the right concentration and the right purpose of play. And if you watched our last, um, you know, I'd say 18 games, we had that. And that's what we have to try to get back to. Those are, of course, all the big picture items, of course. The Magic are trying to get back to where they were in the regular season, and that may be an unattainable goal in the time that they have and the time off that they had to play in. But this game, this specific game, it's not about the final score. It's not about who wins or who loses. It's about getting back onto the court, getting back and being challenged to run your stuff and execute your stuff against a new foe, against uh, someone that doesn't know what's coming, essentially. It's about getting back kind of into game speed and game rhythm and that game feeling. It is very much the first preseason game of the year. The Orlando Magic obviously uh, have a lot on the line and they have to be ready to play from the very, very beginning, as as I've said uh, many times. But the Magic certainly, 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 certainly are looking to just kind of see where they're at. It's not going to be a lot of wrenches thrown in. There's not going to be a lot of different things uh, thrown into the pot. This is simply about getting out on the court and playing the game. Every player on the Orlando Magic will be available except for Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac. Markel Fultz, you know, still kind of working himself back into rhythm after joining the team late, although James Ennis will be, avail- will be available. Jonathan Isaac will also not be available. He continues to make progress, it sounds like. He's doing physical contact and five-on-five, five, but Steve Clifford said that... They don't want to rush him any faster than they are. Um, you know, if it, they, they want to kind of keep monitoring and being cautious with him because he's just so, I mean, Clifford said it straight out. He is so important to the future of this team that there's no reason to throw him out there before he's ready, especially in these conditions. But it does sound like Isaac is making progress. There are also several players that will be on minutes restrictions, including Mo Bamba. Clifford said that Mo is just on a minute restriction because he really can't, they're, they're really kind of monitoring him and making sure that he's carrying the new weight really well, it sounds like. Um, he, Clifford said that he can't play really more than five or six minutes at a time. Um, so obviously not ideal to play extended minutes. Um, so Bamba is going to be a little bit of a work in progress here uh, for a little while too. But otherwise, everyone else is good to go. It does sound like minutes will be limited. It doesn't sound like Clifford's going to play guys their normal minutes. Everyone on the roster is going to get to play. Everyone on the roster is going to get a chance. It sounds like Clifford's going to keep kind of the same groups out there. This isn't, you know, this isn't going to be about testing out a regular season rotation. This is simply about going out there and playing. It's 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 not really much more than that. Um, but having said that, everyone seems really, really eager to get back out onto the court. Yeah, I think even for us players, you know, we we're going to want to see, you know, how it is to be back out there after so long. Uh, you know, it's, it's very different because in the summer, usually you do scrimmage. Some of us play national team. They still have some type of play so when you come and play the exhibition game you know you're familiar you know you have something now it's been a very long time since we played you know we scrimmaged a little bit you know between you know, each other practice so it'll be different uh but 
think that you know everybody's gonna be very excited to be back and play and just compete. And also, it's just you know, it's scrimmage. I think it'll, it'll be fun to just play against somebody that a different team. Uh, I think that for the fans, I think it's gonna be. I think people are gonna be excited to, to watch some basketball. Uh, although it is exhibition, you know, it'll still be fun to, to watch a little bit of you know of uh, basketball going on. Basketball for such a long time. Every Magic player seems pretty optimistic. They, they seem eager to go out there and play and, and to test themselves. That's essentially what this is. Both Michael Carter-Williams and Nikola Vucevic said that they feel pretty good. They feel like their wind is pretty good and they're about as good as they can be and, and they're eager as much as anyone to just go out there and play someone else, to play a game. Even though this will be a 40-minute game, 10-minute quarters, um, it's still going to be valuable. It's still going to tell the Magic a lot of what they still need to work on, how can, how their conditioning is, if they can ramp up anymore, if they need to slow down a little bit, whether they need to really focus in on certain things. It's going to tell them a lot. But it's important to remember what this game isn't. It isn't a real game. It isn't a regular season game. And that those are the important things, the important takeaways that we need to take out of this game are something we definitely do need to talk about in a little bit more detail. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This game we're about to watch Wednesday, I have to warn you, I don't know what to expect. And frankly, I'm not expecting something very pretty. There's a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of excitement and a lot of attention put to Wednesday's game. It's the first NBA basketball game that will be played since March 11th. A long, long time to go without NBA basketball. And everyone's just excited to be out on the floor. The players are, the fans are, everyone's excited. But let's be perfectly clear to, to say exactly what this is. This is a preseason game. The result does not matter, and I will say this a million times the rest of this show, especially this game, the result does not matter. I know everyone was super excited. The Magic were going to get the Clippers, Lakers, and Nuggets, the, the three of the best teams in the Western Conference as their scrimmage opponents. I have always said that, you know, yes, it's nice that you're going to be playing some of the better teams, but that does not matter. These games are essentially warm-ups. They're essentially tune-ups. They're essentially just a chance to get some games under your belt before the games start counting. And frankly, the, the league probably has not given these teams enough time to be truly ready for games that count. But here we are. We're getting ready for a scrimmage nonetheless. So again, the millionth and one, one time, the million and first time, the result of this game is completely irrelevant. I don't care if the Magic win by 20, it means nothing. I don't care if the Magic lose by 20, it means nothing. The result does not matter. Yes, we'll report the score. Yes, we'll talk a little bit about about that, you know, because it's just a framework in which things work, but that is not what's going to matter. What's going to matter in this game is the aesthetics. 
What's going to matter is how the team gets to that final result. Is the team playing, you know, with decent chemistry? Are they executing their offense? If it's if it, if they're losing the game or, or they just miss a lot of shots, that's okay. If they're turning the ball over, their aggressive turnovers are not just kind of careless turnovers where they're throwing the ball around, but just turnovers where they're just a half step off, step off or out of sync, that's okay. What we want to see is exactly what Steve Clifford said. We want to see the team playing hard with effort and energy for whatever burst of time they're going to get. We want to see them moving and and kind of executing their offense, even if it's not perfect, even if you know passes are a little bit off or they're missing reads. We want to see them compete defensively. And we just want to see them go out there and play, essentially. And from there, we can figure out, okay, these are the things we need to work on. This is where we need to grow. Again, essentially, this is just about getting out onto the court and playing for a little bit. It's not anything super complicated. So again, the result does not matter. Essentially, what I want to see is exactly what I just described. I want to see them executing well and playing hard. If, if they do that, it will be a successful first scrimmage. If they can get aside from getting out without any injuries. If... They look like they're like in you know a little bit together. If it looks like they, you know, they're they're executing their offense fairly well, that that's going to be a good sign. Obviously, they won't have Markel Fultz, so they're missing a big piece of that. But it it it's it's more about the progress they're making. If it looks like they can clean a few things up and they'll be fine, that is a successful scrimmage. Like I said, I'm a big fan of. I'll be a big fan of aggressive turnovers. If they're turning the ball over, just because they're kind of throwing the ball around, or you know, getting it swiped from them, or or you know, or some or anything like that, that's not good. If they're get, if they're dribbling themselves into traps, if they're over dribbling, if they're if individuals are trying to do too much, that's not good. If they're turning the ball over because you know they're trying to make an aggressive play, you know, for uh, within the offense, or you know, a guy is cutting and they throw it behind him because the timing is just a little bit off. That stuff's okay. You can move with that stuff. Aggressive turnovers. The big thing is to control what you can control here. Control getting back on defense. You know, playing in, you know, stopping transition points, stopping those easy baskets, attacking the attacking the glass, attacking the rebounds. Um, playing as good a defense as you can. You know, we're not expecting shots to go down. I'm expecting shots to be pretty poor uh, in this game. To be perfectly honest. Um, you know, just just for the fact that you know, we don't know what kind of legs anyone has at this point. Um, you know, whether they'll be able to maintain it. And of course, you know, again, guys are going to be playing pretty few minutes. So, you know, rhythm and, and tempo is going to be a huge deal. And so, again, this game is... This game is just kind of there to get your feet wet. The result's not going to matter. Again, the result's not going to matter. I frankly don't care what kind of stats anyone accumulates. If Nikola Vucevic scores two points on, you know, one for three shooting, that's okay. Just get his feet wet, get him get him out on the court. It's not about any of that. This is just about getting out there once again. Now, you don't want to look bad. You don't want to look so disorganized that it doesn't look like you know what you're doing. You don't want to be so, you know poor defensively that they're just scoring a lot of layups. You, you know, there's still certain tenets you want to see and certain boxes you want to check that are just fundamental to who you are. 
This game is about laying a foundation or, or seeing where that foundation is, how strong that foundation is to continue growing into the next scrimmage against the Lakers, which might have a little bit more importance to it. And then beyond that, um, into the into the last week of practice before the regular season begins. This is kind of a check to see how strong your foundation is. Now again, it could be a little wobbly. You might need to reinforce some things. That's That's okay. But you want to make sure it's something you can grow off of. And that's really what this scrimmage is about. So yes, tomorrow when we talk about this game, we'll talk a little bit about the score. You know, I'm not if, if there's a buzzer beater, I won't care about it. It's not that important. Um, but what is going to be important is that the team plays uh, with a certain kind of energy that looks like it's something that they can grow from. And if they do that, then it will certainly be a successful scrimmage. So one more time, the score will not matter. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, what about the LA Clippers? Where where do the LA Clippers stand? Um, you know, obviously they're a team that believes they can win the championship, believes that they're they're a contender to win the championship, and they certainly are. They've got Kawhi Leonard, they've got Paul George, they, they're a team that beat the Magic pretty soundly uh, in both games that they played. Of course, one of them at the Amway Center was the, the day that Kobe Bryant unfortunately died, um, which was just a, an odd game anyway. I think a lot of players probably regret playing that day or didn't think that the, the, the league should have played that day. Um, it's it's been a weird season for the NBA in general. It feels like a lifetime ago in January, um, but the Clippers essentially, uh, you know, are a team that, like like many of the teams at the top, you know, Steve Clifford kind of suspects that you know they may be playing at a different pace. Um, they're still kind of getting all their pieces back. Uh, Marcus Morris just arrived in the bu- in the bubble or in the campus setting, so he's probably not going to play in this game. Patrick Beverly just left to deal with a personal matter, um, and there are a couple other players, Ivica Zubas uh, most notably, who uh, may not play in this game. Still, still to be determined. Um, like I said, the result doesn't matter. You know, we we may see a little bit of Kawhi Leonard, we may see a little bit of Paul George, we may see a little bit of all the, you know the great players that the Clippers have, um, but essentially. Don't expect a whole lot from it. Um, you know, it sounds like you know. Again, we're playing a forty-minute game to begin with. It sounds like it sounds like we're not going to get very much of the starters for either team. You know, maybe ten minutes tops. Um, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect the starters to play more than the first five. You know, play maybe the first five six minutes of the game, and then come out until the last five minutes of of the first half. Um, you know, if, if if they can, maybe the start of the second quarter, they'll they'll play a little bit. So I wouldn't expect more than 15, 12, 15 minutes. You know, 15 minutes probably sounds like the right number uh, for the starters. I, I think we'll see, you know, the two-way guys play a whole lot more. Um, so I, I don't think that this is, again, the result doesn't matter. I, I just, I just want to hammer that home enough times. The result doesn't matter. So this isn't like we're going to see the Magic face up against the Clippers at full strength. 
Um, you know, the, the early part of the game is going to be interesting just to see how the Magic do go up against the Clippers' essential start, essentially starting lineup. Um, but, again, that's, that's not important. I mean, I, I think it'll be nice if the Magic don't play poorly in that section or if the Magic, you know, are able to be competitive. I think that could be a little bit of a confidence boost. But neither team is going to be at full strength. Neither team is going to be at kind of full capacity to go after each other and go after this game. That's that's just the reality of the situation. Um, they are just not in the mindset or, or in the physical condition to do any of that yet. So this game, again, is about just going out on the floor, kind of running through your stuff, getting your basic sets down, seeing what your foundation is uh, for the rest of camp, what you really need to work on, whether the, founda- whether the foundation you've been building since arriving in the campus setting um, is enough to to get you going, is enough to kind of get you on the right path. That's really what this game is about. So, And it's going to be about that for the Clippers as much as it is for the Magic. So, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see some competitiveness, especially early on. We'll see teams go after each other a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit of feeling out. But again, this, this game's not going to have that kind of intensity. You know, very quickly, I think the starters will be out of the game. I think that both teams are going to want to protect their guys a little bit more. Um, again, they know that there's still a long, long way to go. So certainly, certainly this is going to be a a a tricky game to say the least. It's, 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 it, it's going to be ugly at parts. You know, don't get me wrong. It is not going to be pretty basketball. I'm not expecting shots to go down regularly. I'm not expecting teams to be executing at a high level. Both teams are going to be kind of feeling their way through this game. And so I, 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 suspect, I suspect that it's going to be... Um, Kind of ugly at times, but um, I suspect that it's going to be um, very different than what hopefully what we'll see um, in a week or so. That's all I have on this game. Obviously, we're kind of we've all been waiting for uh, information to come in and for games to start so we can actually see this team and get a sense of where they're at. And then that's kind of the excitement and apprehension of of this this game, um, just to kind of see where the team is at. I I, I urge you again, the score doesn't matter. I, I keep saying it. Um, I, I urge you again, don't read too much into this game, good or bad. It's just kind of a checkup, um, to, again, to see what this where this team is at. So we'll be back again tomorrow to talk all about this game and kind of what it means and, and what we can gather from the game itself. We'll talk all about that on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then... Until then, you can, of course, uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at underscore D. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com for live updates about the game. Check out o- at omagicdaily on Twitter. And, of course, we'll be back here again tomorrow to recap this game in full. But until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Mike. I'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.